Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. You can do it. Okay. All right, here we are. I know. Moving right along. I know, and uh, we kind of switched up our recording days, so uh, you've got a vacation, or not really a vacation, but a trip to take, right? Yeah, yeah, so today does not feel like Monday for me, but it's Monday. (laughs) It is Monday. Keep telling myself it's Monday. That's right. Yeah, so we are, again, talking about the the letters to the churches in Revelation and one thing I wanted to point out before we move on to the corrupt church because we are going to be speaking about the corrupt church which is in Revelation 2 which is 18 to 29 but I don't think we pointed out um, in the compromising church um, you know it talked about false doctrines and, and idols and in the corrupt church is going to be talking a little bit about that also but Um, One thing that we got to be careful of in the compromising churches is um, actually that, compromising doctrine um, and actually maybe even compromising sin. You know, are you... Yeah, not calling it as it is. Yeah, and maybe kind of like negotiating and justifying and and doing that compromising Mm -hmm. to allow sin to stay in your in yourself and committing it by saying, well, I, you know, I, I, um, I serve a lot for my church. So, you know, this is why it's okay that I, um, maybe do this on the side or Mm -hmm. I'm really a good person. Mm -hmm. Um, and I treat others right. But if there's an underlying sin in your life, um, we also can't we, we, we can't compromise and keep those things in our in our life. Um, so that's one thing I, I was actually in my quiet time this morning and um, wanted to make sure I pointed that out that yeah because be the careful. compromising church um, they were a church that compromised doctrine but the corrupt church is moral compromising. Mm-hmm. So it's it's those, those sins mm-hmm. that you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's just, uh, let's read through the corrupt church and then uh, we may not get through dissecting all of it within the time because yeah, there's a just, lot. But let's we'll just, just see, where, see we, where, we where we end up. We may have to do a part two on this, but yeah. um, this is the corrupt church of Thyatira. Yeah. You, you want me to read? Or? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. And to the angel of the church in Thyatira write, These things says the Son of God, who has eyes like a flame of fire and his feet like fine brass. I know your works, love, service, faith, and your patience. And as for your works, the last are more than the first. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you, because you allow that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servants to commit sexual immorality and to eat things sacrificed to idols. And I gave her time to repent of her sexual immorality, and she did not repent. Indeed, I will cast her into a sickbed, and those who commit adultery with her into great tribulation, 
unless they repent of their deeds. I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he who searches the minds and hearts, and I will give to each one of you according to your works. Now to you I say, and to the rest in Thyatira, as many as do not have this doctrine, who have not known the depths of Satan, as they say, I will put on you no other burden, but hold fast what you have till I come. And he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him I will give power over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. They shall be dashed to pieces like the potter's vessels, as I also have received from my father. And I will give him the morning star. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Wow, there's so much in here. And one thing I do want to point out as I was listening to a sermon on this very letter is um, this letter um, is a letter of four different things. It's a letter of authority um, that Jesus Christ is the ultimate authority. It is also, I'm just going to run through this real quick. Mm -hmm. um, this is a letter of definition. Um, and what that means is that God, um, God never speaks to us when he rebukes us without giving us hope with that mm -hmm. rebuke. Okay. Right. Um, and then... The third point is this is a letter of mercy um, and just you know for those who are listening can quickly just write down verse 24 um, because uh, it says um, I will put on you no other burden so it's a it's a letter of mercy it's a letter of commitment if you look at verse 25 it says till I come meaning the rapture or verse 26 until the end um, and that kind of has two meanings to that um, so yeah that's there's it there's a lot of meaning to this letter mm -hmm. a lot of meaning so um, kind of some some things um, just to kind of break down in verse 18 that we learned um, his has eyes like a flame of fire meaning you know god is able to refine and search you know which goes in in point with him searching the hearts and minds like he's he's really really giving us a chance in searching the depths of us um and remember what we learned about his feet like fine brass where um brass is very it's like a word for bronze, so it's obviously very beautiful, but it's heavy. Remember how we learned yeah. about Jesus um, symbolizing brass feet? Is that yeah. it's it's a very heavy, heavy metal. So he is so patiently. It's authoritative. Uh -huh. Authoritative. And, and it's showing his patience mm -hmm. of slowly giving us time, as much time as he can. Mm -hmm. um, uh, to, to repent and as we get down further he he's actually even said it twice uh, for Jezebel the spirit of Jezebel I gave her time to repent and in verse 22 unless they repent 
Mm -hmm. um, so he, he's so patient with us. But I love that. Let's just go back because there are characteristics of Jesus's um, deity in here. Because if you look at Revelation 1.8, it says, uh, it uses these words, Alpha, Omega, beginning and end, who is, who was, and who is to come, and the Almighty. And then if you drop down to 11, it repeats Alpha and the Omega. He's the first and the last, mm -hmm. one like the Son of Man. Um, meaning the authority of God and the authority, he's the uh, authority of man. Mm -hmm. And I just love all of the description, you know, clothed with a garment down to his feet, a golden band around his chest, head and hair white like wool, eyes like a flame of fire, like you mm -hmm. said, and feet like fine brass. Um, his voice is like the sound of many waters. Mm. Mm. To me, that's calming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he gave that to me because I was sitting on my deck one day and um, I have a, a, a waterfall and I was in Revelation and it, it totally like clicked. It, yeah. What I was hearing, yeah. the waterfall. Yeah. And then I had read that he had, he had um, his voice is like many, many waters. waters. Yeah. It goes in uh, and says that in his right hand are seven stars. His mouth is a sharp two-edged sword. Mm -hmm. We talked, we talked about, about that last mm -hmm. week. Uh, his countenance was like the sun, mm -hmm. S-U-N. Mm -hmm. And it also says, I am he who lives, was dead. Behold, I am alive forevermore. So that speaks of the resurrection mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. And like I um, had some notes about the... Um, his eyes like a flame of fire is that he sees through us yeah he does see through us there's no hiding anything nope. he mm -mm. sees right through us um and he comes to search our heart and mind yeah absolutely you know? and then like verse 19 it talks about you know he's recognizing their works mm -hmm. and um their love and their service their, they even have faith and patience and even their works are more than what they even did from the beginning. So they're even increasing um, the things that they're doing. Mm -hmm. But as you can see, that's that's that was all good. Mm -hmm. But he had he had some some problems. And with let's them. just back up for a minute about Thyatira because you know he mentions the works twice in here, uh -huh. and there's a reason because Thyatira, as we said, they were morally compromised. Um, it and Thyatira was more of a town versus a city. Mm -hmm. um, they were a Roman encampment for the Roman army. Um, also, here's the big thing, and this is how it relates to works, is they were famous for the union trade. And they, mm -hmm. this is how our unions began. It all started here. Mm -hmm. um, it's, uh, some of my notes say that this is where the union was born. And uh, at this time, there was fabric unions, dye unions, yeah. leather tanners, mm -hmm. crafters, Wood. They even had um, like um, theater performers. There was even a union for that, which mm. I mean, if you know about today, there's a union with with actors, the mm -hmm. Actors Guild, and mm. you know what I mm -hmm. mean. Yeah. Um, so this is why he says all these people they were doing the works. 
they were doing all of these things related to the union. Mm-hmm. Um, but God saw something deeper, right? Because he sees all things. Yeah, because he says, nevertheless. Uh-huh. Nevertheless in 20. Um, and he he's... Um, He's speaking to the pastor of this church. And this, again, is where pastors have a higher calling and responsibility to to the sheep that they pastor mm-hmm. um, or that they shepherd. They, um, they have a higher calling. And this pastor, he says... Nevertheless, I have a few things against you because you allowed that woman, Jezebel. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about Jezebel? Yeah, it's a lot to talk about Jezebel. There is a lot to talk about Jezebel. I mean, we could we could go we could go on about Jezebel. And this is not a um, a woman of the past that no longer exists. Okay, because remember we're saying we're going through these letters because these are letters to the churches today. Yes. We are the church. This is letters to believers. Right. Okay. Um, so as we teach you about Jezebel, this is not, uh, like I said, a woman. Yeah, this is a just history. Right. Like this is, this is in our homes, our churches. Our schools. Our, our schools, jobs. our businesses. Yep. I mean... And you have to be careful because there is a thing called the Jezebel spirit. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that. Yeah. But let me just give some background on Jezebel. Mm-hmm. Um, and people can go to uh, 1 Kings 19 and then 2 Kings 9, 30 and 37 and read a little bit about um, Jezebel. Um But here's some information. Jezebel took the throne with King Ahab during a time of political uncertainty in Israel. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I was just sharing with you, uh, Naomi, that um, this was like a weird marriage between King Ahab and Jezebel because he just married her for political reasons Mm -hmm. because her father was the king of the Sidians. Mm -hmm. So I don't know that that didn't start off well to begin with. Right. Um, And she was also into demonic activity and worship pagan gods. And she was notorious for Baal worship. Um, she worshipped foreign idols, and then she reintroduced them back into Israel. And I think that's what made Ooh. God mad. Yeah, you know, yeah. she didn't. She's corrupting his people, right? Um, she was a spiritual adulterer, and we know that what that means is that she worshipped other gods and things, <clears throat> um, and and not the God. Mm-hmm. She uh, called herself a prophetess, but she operated in false doctrine. That's kind of self-centered to just call yourself a prophetess, Mm -hmm. you know. Some pride there. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of pride there. Um, She was a seducer. She caused people to sin, and Satan corrupted her. But here's really, this this is what 
this is where we get a Jezebel spirit because there's um, traits to Jezebel. Mm -hmm. There's a lot, <coughs> but, we, but it's important, I think, that you name them all off because a lot of them are prevalent today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So just listen to these. Jezebel was condescending. Mm -hmm. She had hatred in her heart. Uh, she was full of seduction and sexual immorality. Uh, she was calculated. <clears throat> uh, calculated in the, like I had said to you, uh, Naomi, in the manipulation. So there's manipulation there yeah. too. Um, she had traits of deception, jealousy, criticism. Uh, she couldn't take criticism at all. Mm. That's not good. No. Um, she pulled people away from the things of God. Mm -hmm. She had, uh, had and wanted control. She was very prideful, uh, but she was also charming. But then she was also angry. Okay. She had that ugly spirit about her. Um, very attention-seeking and false flattery. These are some nothing ugly, good. <laughs> this is some ugly traits about her. Yeah. So this is where that spirit is. Like we don't want to carry these traits with us: no. jealousy, pride, manipulation, manipulation, hatred, deception. Those are things that we don't want to carry with us. No. But we know that they are in homes and they are in Christian homes today. Yes. And that's that's not okay. No. Um. You know, Jezebel threatened to kill the prophet Elijah, and this is this is terrible to me because she sent him running, and eventually he spun into the spirit of of um, De depression. Depression. Right? Yeah. 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 You could uh, you could find that in First Kings nineteen four. But I mean, that's no good. Yeah, I mean, we're supposed to encourage people, mm -hmm. lift them up, and she did the opposite here. Mm -hmm. um, because now you've got somebody with a spirit of depression on them, and now they gotta deal with, they got to deal with the consequences of her bondage. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So all of this is bondage. All of these traits are bondage. And now he just got the consequences of that. And that's deception or depression. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's not good. Um, you know, I'm going to pause there because yeah. um, I just had a session today. And this is, wow, God is really working because the Lord just... Um, I was I was speaking to her about that anything um, God is only capable of good, right? Right. He can't be around ugly, bad, and un yeah. unholy and, and unpure in this. And so, if anything is is not good, it's it's from the evil side. Absolutely. So we we are spirit beings. Like God is a spirit. Mm -hmm. We are spirit. Mm -hmm. So if you have something on you, it's either from the good or it's from the bad. And um, 
you know, this, this client has hurt from someone that I've even mentioned to her that has a Jezebel spirit, which is of, of hatred and jealousy and um, um, just very manipulative yeah, and I was lying. Say, does that turn into manipulation then? Yeah, and, and lying. And, and she, you know, my client is, is dealing with the consequences, just like you just said. Yeah. The consequences of somebody else's evil spirits. Yeah. But this is where you have to, as a believer, recognize that, okay, God loves, just like you can tell, he loved um, Jezebel. He loves, he, he loves people he, that he have gave her a even. chance to repent. So this is where as believers we have to recognize that this person is in bondage with the evil spirits. Even the spirits that are controlling them that they're in bondage of. And so this is where you have to have the compassionate heart to pray for them is what I you know is what I was telling her that you know you're you're not just praying for yourself to relieve yourself from now the offense that you have right. and the the anger that you have now towards right. this person and the unforgiveness. Yeah. You have to take accountability for what other people have done to you because right. it's a choice then to hold on to it or not. It is it's a choice uh -huh. to be in th in it's it's a choice to stick in the consequences of bondage it's a choice right and it may not it, it may be your bondage mm -hmm. you may be in bondage or it may be somebody else's and you know we're going to do such we're going to do um podcasts on this on boundaries yeah. and codependency because mm -hmm. we got good stuff mm -hmm. there um but yeah it's that you yeah. could be living in the consequences of somebody else's Jezebel spirit. Jezebel spirit. But then that that as a believer, knowing this, you you need that's where you need to pray for them, pray that off of them. Because yes. I I I always tell people, I said, the Lord loves your enemy just as much as he loves you. Absolutely. We are all God's children, so he, he loves that person even mm. though you it's hard for you to love your enemy it's hard for you to see but God them. calls us to but yeah so that's it just starts with praying those things even off of your enemies because again we don't fight against flesh People. and blood and right. we fight against principalities and spirits and, and demons powers. Uh -huh. yeah right yeah exactly wow yeah yeah, so, you know, in the end, though, Jezebel uh, was eventually thrown out of a window, which is interesting, and trampled by horses, um, but not before she ruined so many yeah. lives. And that's the thing. We could be in the wake of somebody else's junk. Mm -hmm. I mean, because the Bible doesn't go in to give us history about Jezebel and what happened to her when she grew up and... You know, mm -hmm. what was in her life, you know, but as counselors, we always say when people come in, you know, you got to get your stuff taken care of because if things have happened to you in life and you have not talked through that, you have not worked through the pain or the hurt of things that have happened, you are going to carry that on into your next relationship mm -hmm. or in your friendships or your family mm -hmm. dynamic whatever it is mm -hmm. right jezebel didn't she didn't take care of her stuff 
Right. And so that Jezebel spirit is, it's alive today and we want to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a really um, common one because sure it, is. Cause it engulfs so many. <clears throat> mm -hmm. It's very, we probably all can name a few people that have in our lives. Right. And you know, this is where you have to take an inventory. Like I said, Exodus 14, 14, you need to judge yourselves. You do need like, to judge do yourself. Do I have any spirits of pride or jealousy, uh -huh. Lord? I mean, you uh -huh. need to purge those out of me. Conviction. Yes. Holy Spirit's conviction so that that doesn't become a thing. Right. You know? Because we're accountable for, uh, as we're learning right now in this corrupt church of allowing and stumbling other people. Yeah. We're going to be accountable for that. Because here's the thing too, you know, and, and maybe this is another podcast as well, but, you know, people can be manipulating other people to do things for them. And that creates the bondage for that person who is doing something. They may think that they are helping. Mm -hmm. They're just enabling. Yeah. And that, yeah. that is not good. It's yeah. keeping that person, um, you know, who, who manipulated. It, it's keeping that person in that bad spirit. And they're not growing. And they're not learning. And it's a bondage for that person because we are called to be responsible for our own actions. That's right. For and our that own person, responsibility. Yeah, so if you're taking that away, that yeah. responsibility from that other person, guess what? You're, you're acting, approaching. You're acting like you are God. Yeah. You're taking something away from the other person, number one, which nobody is God. Jesus is Jesus. We're mm -hmm. not. Um, but then you're enabling that other person to continue in that behavior Never over learned. and over and over again. And then you wonder why you're so frustrated <laughs> because the person keeps manipulating you or, um, you know, tearing you away from your relationship with Christ or whatever it is. Any of these traits, you know, keeps you in this weird place because they're jealous of you being with somebody else or you know whatever friendships mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. yeah and and that that is bad because i can tell you i personally i was in a friendship um with someone and it was manipulating mm. um but you wanted to be friends yeah um, because you cared about the person, but it wasn't healthy. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you just have to cut it. You just have to cut it, unfortunately, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and that leads me to, you know, what, what do you do if you encounter or you know someone with the Jezebel spirit? You know, the first thing is, is you have to go to prayer. Right. You have to ask God for discernment and how to handle such a person. You know, but the second thing is, is you got to do what the Bible says and you got to go to Matthew 18, 15 through 20 um, on how to handle conflict. Mm -hmm. Right. There's a lot of, there's a, there's lot, a lot of stuff in there, how to handle conflict. Mm -hmm. um, and it may end up where you just have to remove yourself from the relationship. 
Maybe it's just for a time. Maybe it's just for a season until the relationship can get back healthy. Yeah. You know? Sometimes I always say, you know, you might have to get out of the way for God, for God to, to do his thing. Yeah. You're in the way. You're uh-huh. You're yeah. encroaching on what he needs to do in that person's mm -hmm. life. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and the biggest thing is that we have to remember that a Jezebel spirit, although she was a woman, knows no yeah. gender. It, it, men can carry this. Yes. Women can carry this. Mm -hmm. um, I've even uh, heard through counseling of some teenagers mm -hmm. that carry the same spirit. And parents, you got to get a handle on it. Yeah, because this is this is not okay. This is not something good. This is not what the Lord wants, as we see in the scripture here, um, in um, uh, verse twenty-one. It says, "And I, meaning Jesus, gave her time to repent. He gave her time to repent, but guess mm -hmm. what? She didn't repent. Right." And you know, I noticed uh, as I was reading this that um, he says, I gave her time to repent of her sexual immorality, meaning you got to name your sin. Like, I think it's important to name it so that you can learn from where you have fallen short and have sinned is to is to name own it well, uh, so well, many times we teach say. owning yeah <laughs> name it and call it what it yeah. is own don't it give it a, to the Lord and yeah. repent. Don't just be vague of, please, Lord, forgive me for my sin. No, if you know what you specifically have Did. sinned against the Lord. Again, remember, we're not just sinning against our brother and sister. We're yeah. sinning against the Lord first. Right. Uh, we need to own that and expose it mm -hmm. and say it and ask for forgiveness for and that specific you thing. You know, I really think like in the climate that we are in now today, there is so much exposure coming out. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is coming out because people are sick of it. People mm -hmm. are sick of the deception. They are sick of the manipulation and the control. The lies. The lies. My gosh. You can't even turn on TV. Just don't even turn on TV. <laughs> I know. Don't even turn on the news. <laughs> it's all bad. <laughs> right. It's all bad. Ah, run. It's, yeah, run <laughs> from it. Um, yeah, it's we've got to recognize that, and we've got to do something about it. We've got to do what the Lord wants us to do about it. We can't. We cannot keep these cycles in families with manipulation, control, jealousy, deception. We can't keep this going. Mm -mm. Like it has to be exposed and yep. the Lord wants it exposed and he wants us to repent of it. Right. Because like you said, we, we, um, he said it twice in this verse. I gave her time to repent of her sexual immorality and she did not repent. And in verse 22, it says unless they repent of their deeds. So um, it just shows how much the Lord loves the sinner. Yeah. That he's just, yeah. he's, again though, I'm, I'm gonna warn everybody listening, there's gonna be a time where you will not have time. Right. So you might as well get right first. Yeah, so we need you to take to this serious You have to get right with now. the Lord. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. now, right now, we need to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, I just wanted to mention some scriptures that people could go to. Um, 
Joshua 1 8 we got to get the word in us mm -hmm. um, Ephesians 6 we got to put God's armor on us Matthew 18 15 to 20 we have got to understand and know how to address conflict listen conflict is okay yes Jesus went through some conflict mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so we've we've got to we got to do that and do it well it's, it's to make us healthy yeah um first kings 19 and second kings 9 30 through 37 um those are all good scriptures to look at um and also i almost think we probably need a part two just to maybe go through the, some yeah. of these the back end of these scriptures yeah because there's there's some questions i think um yeah there's some questions on the the latter part um maybe like 23 through 29 so yeah when i know we want to keep these short you know around roughly 30 minutes so that um you know it we don't want to take up too much of everyone's time and right and never rush through this so yeah i think it's a good idea if we just maybe pick up on verse um maybe 23 yeah, on 23 23 through 29 next yeah. time yeah and again um, we always say if anybody has questions yes send us an email at askthecounselors at gmail.com right and um we, we would love to hear from people anyways yeah and you okay. know what i also want to say just real quick thank you for all of the people who are listening who are sharing our podcast yes um on facebook um on other social media thank you um and also i just want to just put a bug in people's ear that um we are going to be on Spotify, mm -hmm. uh, so we're just working out some of those details, but we've got a, uh, approval for that, so um, hopefully soon we'll have that. Yeah, so please keep passing this along because word of mouth is the best um, Yes, the best way to get stuff out, so mm -hmm. just please pass this along to other people that will benefit, and uh, we just want to get the truth out. That's right. Yeah. Yep. So, okay. Jesus first, right? Absolutely. Okay. Have a good day. Uh -huh. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.